From the Drum Weekly team, you're listening to Drum Weekly. I'm your host, Pam Magwaz. Having children can be hard. I mean, you're raising a whole human being here. And you play a massive role in the kind of adult they become. That takes time, effort, and a lot of money. And more than the material things, it takes a lot of emotional intelligence. I'm not a parent, yet, but I do have parents. And growing up to finally see just how much they sacrificed to give me the best life possible is incredible. I don't know how they did it while so young and inexperienced, but things did come together in time. Lecturer and father of three boys, Bright Kumalo, had his first son almost 11 years ago. In this episode, he'll explain his 11-year journey into fatherhood and how it has made him the man he is today. Um, so the first time I became a father was in 2010. I had just turned 22. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's almost, it's been 11 years now. Yeah. 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 And, and, and 11 yeah. years later, you have three mm-hmm. kids. How has that been? Three. Uh, um, see, I must say, on my, in my case, it's been a great motivation just to kind of pick myself up and, you know, find a real reason to have a purpose, to push harder, to have people to, like, that can be proud of me, that can look up to me, people I can be a role model to, but in the same um in the same idea i wouldn't advise it to be something that someone who is as young as i was when i first became a father to look forward to especially at a position that i was when i first became a dad so it's been a blessing for me but i can't lie to people and say having kids is always a blessing especially when you're young so yeah Mm. And, and I think a huge part of that has to do with finances. I don't Absolutely. think any of us, whether male or female, in our 20s have the right finances to look after a child. So how, how did it change how you handled your finances and your ambitions in life? It's, a, it's an amusing question because firstly, you need to have the finances to, to manage them. There was none, really. There was zilch. And my case of becoming a father was really a result of just a lack of the right type of education when it comes to the right type of sex edu- education. So I must say that I, I, I my journey was a result of just being a late boomer who didn't know much about that area of life and so i found myself in positions that i didn't anticipate however that happening i again gave me a reason to say okay now you are an adult you have someone that you need to take care of then you and you have someone that you need to leave for so it was really just a no-brainer for me to get up there and try to find something initially which was trying to you know earn a living through dance which is next to impossible in south africa 
um, and arts in general, like artists are struggling in this country. And obviously now it's worse with the pandemic, but that's another story. So I had to try and find a job basically, right? So I was in and out of jobs. I found myself in, in different types of industries. At some point I was in a cement company. At some point I was a security guard. At some point I was working at a tech shop making maguinha. <laughs> like it is rough, bro, but it was just a matter of as long as you have something at the end of the month to try and, you know, make sure that this guy is well taken care of. And I must be honest and say the first two years went so easy um, and I didn't have a support system at all, you know. So I was my own, my, my own support system try, just trying to make ends meet. So the little finances that I had were really just to try and make sure that um, people see that I'm trying and then eventually when I have enough, then I will show everybody because at that point you're young, you feel like you have a point to prove, you know, which is a good point to prove if you're trying to be a father to your son, you know. So I had to try and, you know, in a natural way to try and make ends meet in however way I possibly could. And I was lucky enough to be able to find things here and there. You know, some months were harder than others. At some point I, I, leave, I shared a flat, you know, in an apartment with friends. Um, while I was still working for that tech shop slash spider shop and I found that um, some some of them had st- stolen the little wages that I had. So I had to try and borrow money, make loans. It was hard. It was really hard. But kids see everything, bro. Like you can't, they can't, although they can't communicate at that age, I know that he knew that I was trying, you know, so that was it. That was it. And now, 11 years later, I'm sure things have improved. How has your relationship with your sons improved through time? Yeah, so you used a a really awesome word. You said time. So I'm more of a time over finances type of father. Finances are needed. I mean, you can't do anything without money, obviously. But for me to have a good relationship with my sons, it's through time. That's where bonds are created. He can get a bunch of clothes, he can get sneakers, he can get toys, but he needs to see, feel, touch, and experience my presence next to him consistently for us to have that type of relationship. So I must say that it's been amazing. Like now my eldest is 11 years old. the second is nine years old and then the youngest is three and they all know their brothers they all have a good relationship they all can't wait for school holidays it's home you know it's mm. it's beautiful yeah so and i invest a lot of time i invest a lot of time in making sure that happens yeah i love that because it shows that you know there's different types of parenting and different methods work for different kids and different parents and I think quality time is a huge thing and it's what a lot of people who have had absent fathers, you know, that's the issue that they have the most that, you know, you could buy mm. me all of these things, but if you're not there, mm-hmm. then, you know, what, what does it mm. matter? Um, I feel like you've already said a lot of things about your sons and, and the difference that they've made in your life, but what has been the most rewarding part about being a father for you? Um, just really the fact that, you know, 
the little info that I have or had about fatherhood continues to pay off. Um, there are a lot of things that parents in general, you know, s- struggle with when it comes to children. And I've been fortunate enough to be able to impart a certain level of knowledge to my sons of how life should be, how, you know, there's no pressure. You just be the just be the best version of yourself that you could be as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. I think that really works that I'm not too, too much on their necks about how they need to perform at school or, and all of that, even though they all do, they're all gifted academically. So it's a blessing. But my biggest thing is just, man, be the best version of yourself as long as it does not hurt anybody. I'm prepared for everything. I'm prepared for dad. I like boys cool dad i feel like i don't want to go to university let me start a business awesome i feel like i don't want to start a business i don't want to go to university i feel like i'm happy as i am as long as i have shelter and you know a a little to survive i'm okay with that i don't want over zealous kids over achieving kids i want normal children that are happy with who they are that's it you know so my biggest reward is for them to slowly grasp that concept that there's no pressure, you really can be the best version of yourself. And there's a great sense of communication because they know that I'm prepared to accept them as like for who they are. So yeah. Advice for expectant dads. So baby's already on the way or you know, baby um, just arrived. What advice would you give them? So from my personal experience, when I first became a dad, my biggest priority was my father's biggest priority. My dad had 15 kids. His biggest priority was to try and make sure that we have food and shelter. Time wasn't important to him, and you would understand why. If you're trying to feed 15 kids, then you don't really care about time as long as these people have food and they are alive, right? That was his biggest priority, and from that, my understanding of fatherhood was that they need to have food, they need to have clothes, and that's it. But then as I started learning more about my children, I learned that what they needed, because the food and the shelter was there, their needs were different to mine. So I cannot raise them based on my father's or my parents' perspective. They are their own people. I can bring food, and to me, that's a huge thing because my dad struggled to do that and feel like I'm doing enough, but it might not be enough for them. So I can't raise them from my father's perspective. So when it comes to raising kids, you can you can either do it from your parents' perspective if you find that you're raising the same type of kid that you were, or you can choose the other way because you will not always find the same type of child or person within the same family, even if you share genes. So my biggest advice is try and study your children study their needs, study who they are, study what really, really works for them, and then try and adapt to that. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much to Bright Kumalo for sharing his journey with us. And thank you for listening. See you soon. Did you know Drum Magazine is now fully digital? Yes, our content is now at the touch of your fingertips. Simply download the News24 app, register to create your profile, click on Discover, and choose the Drum logo to read our content. Alternatively, visit drum.co.za.
See you soon.